just know that you don't have to wait until January 1st to press the reset button. That's right. If it's November 2nd, you can press the reset button of your life at any point in time in your life. There's always tomorrow, nothing, you know, God never ever wastes a hurt. Mm. Whatever you're going through has a reason. There's a lesson behind it. Yes. And if we decide to learn the lesson and graduate, we can become better people. Heal yourself, invest in yourself, think for yourself, and get heavy in personal development. In five years, if somebody says, I'm gonna be a student in the game, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired, and they make their goals, they surround themselves, they listen to the right information, they apply the information, they develop the discipline, Five years from now, somebody that used to think that life was unfair can now say, you know what? I made life fair. Hey guys, welcome to the Driven Not Given podcast. Man, today is a first of its kind because I've got three gentlemen that I've got a tremendous amount of respect for. Listen, everybody that I get on the podcast, I've got a tremendous amount of respect for. <laughs> but these three gentlemen um, have been on the podcast before individually, and now they are all three here. Uh, two of them know, know each other, and uh, another friend of mine, uh, Dr. Lewis, who will be the first person I introduce, is just an absolute stud, a mentor of mine for a long time. Uh, the sharpest guy on here, you know what I'm saying, made me want to go back home and get dressed. <laughs> How you doing, Dr. Lewis? I, I should be dressed like you guys. I'm doing great, JR. Thank you for this opportunity. It's JC, it's, it's, uh, it's amazing. It's always fun to be here. I, we were here like... I don't know, maybe about a year ago. Yep. And I had a great time. Yeah, thank you. Thank and you for coming, man. These fine gentlemen. Yep, yeah. yep. And I got to say, man, you, you look like you came out of a GQ magazine, bro. Yeah, no, look no. sharp. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm 54. Polo yeah. in my hat. Yeah. You know, I'm 54 now, and I really, you know, for us, um, longevity is the key. We're just talking about our kids. I have a, a 21, a 16, and a 13 year old. And the goal is to be as vibrant and vital for them in my later ages as I am in my early days. So, yeah. That's awesome. Health is important. So you have how many boys? Three boys. Three boys. Fabian nice. is 21. Isaiah is 16 and Elijah is 13. Very nice. And can you nice. share, you said that your family has how many Oh yeah, boys? So, so my cousins, we have, I have 27 cousins, 25 boys and two girls. Wow. <laughs> so there's actually a, a science for making boys that we can talk about. Yeah, we can talk about that on the podcast. Hey, share that with me. That's a great subject. That's a great subject. That's right. That's right. Yeah. That's coming from the doc, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So good. Well, listen, I must have did something right because I got two boys, right? Absolutely. The great Maximus. He's been aligning you, honey, to go with him. Yeah, exactly. the there it is. That's what it is. I think you got to get adjusted more often. I think that's what it is. And just, just, just watching you on social media with the boys, it's um, it's what cool. you're doing with them dope. is extraordinary. Yeah. The way, right. um, you know, Oprah Winfrey says, World, words become worlds, right? And yes. just the words, the life, the power that you're speaking into them. Um, it's invaluable. You know, it took me four or five years, you know, being born and raised in South Central, having a functional alcoholic for a dad. It took me years to detox my mind. So uh, what you're doing for them is phenomenal. I applaud thank you. Thank you, sir. Appreciate yeah, it. Beautiful. You know, it's the personal growth, right? It's listening Absolutely. to people like yourself, uh, having friends like these gentlemen like yourself. And, you know, uh, we we all, the, 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 the four of us understand the importance of personal growth, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And so... Uh, then I've got my buddy right here, Jose Perez, who's the CEO and founder of Nueva Real Estate. Let's good go. friend of mine for over 25 Let's years. Go. He's marketing, man. Crushing <laughs> it. There you go. He's marketing, right? <laughs> How you doing, my brother? I'm doing great, bro. It's good to see you. Likewise. Me and JC go way back. He's my brother. We, man, we've shared uh, many, 
Vegas rooms when we were getting started network marketing, <laughs> right, bro? We had like 20 people to one room, some yeah. people sleeping in the bathtub. So it's just humbling to see where you've, um, how far you've gone and the growth that you've experienced mm -hmm. and just being right. so focused and nobody better to be blessed with two boys than you because you're an amazing dad. I commend you on that. Absolutely. I know we used to talk about that when I, I had a kid before he did and I was younger than him and I always knew he was going to be great dad. So what he said is it's true. Thank uh, you, What you're brother. putting in their mind and implementing implementing them to say is it's going to be huge when they get older. Yeah, absolutely. You know, of course, I think I, us looking back, we wish our parents did that for us. Yeah. But unfortunately, they didn't have the personal growth that mm -hmm. we've experienced. So I commend you for that. Thank you, bro. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, both of you guys are very, uh, you know, say some very nice things and compliment me very well. And I feel the same way about you guys. You guys are extraordinary dads. And you guys both showed me before I was a father what a good father is, right? Yeah. So I just try to take learn and do the best that i can and you have a daughter yeah. right it's now 17 17 wow. yeah i'm on that stage right now i know you can't give me advice yet none of you guys <laughs> well you still got time <laughs> so they borrow your guns that's it <laughs> yeah exactly exactly but yeah, well, I, I will give you this listen this is what i heard i don't know if it's true but this is what i've heard about making boys when you have boys you have to pass on your some of your testosterone to your boys so when a man doesn't have enough, <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> <laughs> you know they say like so in Spanish maybe you could translate this on the word. Say, hombre, hombre es el el hombre es el que engendra una mujer porque la mujer da vida. You know, mm. so. I think that I my like is a little more powerful. Right? <laughs> there you go. There you go, man. Well, I got both combos, so we're good. There you <laughs> go. And then we got my buddy Manny here. Manny is uh, an incredible entrepreneur, incredible person, one of the sharpest people that I know. Uh, I consider this guy, uh, as far as the rest of you guys as well, a renaissance man. And he's mm. actually the founder of the Financial Architects. Absolutely crushing it. Got to start a network market. That's what got him into the, yeah. the the mindset of the champion that he is now. And uh, anyways, how you doing, my brother? I'm doing awesome, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, Thanks for having for me. Coming so on, I got man. my Andrew Tate Manny Soto version. Glasses, <laughs> so yeah, I want to be in, in the role. Yeah. Hey, listen, it's fitting for the subjects that we're going to talk about today. my brother. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. So we're going to get right into it, gentlemen. Again, thank you all for coming on the podcast. And uh, we're going to we're going to give people some value. We're going to have a good conversation. We're going to have a lot of fun and we're going to get into it. So one of the first things and one of the main reasons why we are all here uh, today is I want us to talk about Andrew Tate him getting canceled, some of the things that he's being accused of. Uh, I personally believe that, in my opinion, 80% of what Andrew Tate talks about that I've seen, I agree with. 20% I definitely don't agree with. There's 5% that I absolutely do not agree with at all. We're completely opposite spectrums, yeah. right? But I guess I will start off by asking, why do you guys think the main reason why that guy got canceled is? For me, I, I mean, I'm going to speak highly on everything. Everything's getting canceled right now, which is unfortunate. Yeah. You can't really speak your mind anymore because then you get people that get offended. I think in society, society is becoming very soft. Mm -hmm. They're getting very sensitive, yep. uh, which is unfortunate because then you can't really speak your mind without, you know, the public wanting to cancel you. Then it hurts your business, hurts your family, hurts everything. So you have to be really careful what you do yep. now, be more censored. Uh, of course, running a business, you have to protect it. And sometimes you feel, am I really being genuine because I can't get to share my views? Right. And he gets to share his views and he's getting canceled by the society. So I think as a society, they're being, we're, we're, we have a really soft and uh, a lot of, uh, I won't use those words, but it's very <laughs> soft society. Yes. And, and, you know, everybody and their mama's getting canceled down because yeah. of their views that they share. 
think we just need to build more of a, a thicker uh, skin. You know, we talk about the network marketing, building that rhino skin. Hey, he has his views. You have to respect them. Then now your views don't accept them. That's right. It. It, it was never like this before. You know, um, I talked to my squad the other day. I've been doing financial services for, what, 19 years now. And YouTube came out roughly 15 years ago. Yeah. So I talked to them. I said, hey, man, if you can't build a business, you got YouTube, you got Instagram, you got Facebook, you got these new other platforms coming out. You're crazy nuts. But it's the same thing with uh, the culture out there right now where it's so viral, man. And we all know this. Negatives uh, spread faster than positives a lot of the Mm -hmm. different times. And uh, clips. You know, I do a lot of reels on my Instagram and my media guy clips, clips, clips. It may be an hour of content, but he clips it down to under 90 seconds. Yes. So a lot of the publication about Tate is uh, negative in the sense that anybody can manipulate a video now Mm -hmm. to make it whatever content they want to be filled. So the culture shock in people is just out of control right now. That's why my daughter is homeschooled, man. I got a 13-year-old daughter and she's homeschooled and... I'm grateful for her mom for biting the bullet and doing the homeschooling because there's a lot of beliefs out there right now that we don't agree with, but we don't we don't say this should be canceled, that should be canceled. Um, we just have our own family bond and we go, hey, this is what our beliefs are. She can't have social media until she's 18 and she can make the decision. And if we disagree with something, then we're pivoting and moving left or moving right. We don't like it enough. We'll move to freaking Florida. Exactly. <laughs> Those are my thoughts. Exactly. <laughs> Doctor Lewis, what do you think? Is you know, um, I'm like you. I I, I I don't hear him a lot. Actually, my uh, my 21 year old son told me about Andrew Tate about two months ago. Mm-hmm. And before that, I had seen him, but just wasn't really something that I was attracted to. Um, my mentor said this a long time ago. He said most great people are going to be ridiculed before they're revered, right? Ooh. So most great people, they're always going to be put down. Mm-hmm. Um, yesterday, we were driving with my wife. Uh, one of my son's friend's father passed away suddenly two weeks ago. Oh. And we all are taking dinners to the, to the family. And we were talking about my mentor who passed away a year ago to, due to COVID. And he was someone that was really comfortable in his skin. Yes. Mm-hmm. He believed what he believed. He stood by what he believed, but because he had his personal beliefs and he knew his viewpoints, he was open and willing to listen to everyone else without judgment. Yes. And I think in our society right now, I think there's so many people that don't have their own personal beliefs. So it's real easy to judge others. Even if you don't stand firm in what you believe in, it's very quick to judge others. So, I mean, you know, Andrew Tate has some very strong extreme beliefs right uh, i think he's you know he's talking about financial prosperity and giving secrets and tools to creating wealth and that may you know that may ruffle the feathers of the, of the i don't even think man. it's extreme it's yeah. not that's not even extreme mm-hmm. like his beliefs are not extreme in my opinion it's just he's sharing his beliefs that's what's extreme yeah. it's like oh my gosh how does he how say does he this that yeah when 90 percent of the dudes are like yeah that's the way it should be man you know, but they're right. afraid to share it. Right. Yeah. right. So that's what sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So you get these people that start talking and mm-hmm. yeah. So it's interesting. It's a, it's a snowflake society that we live in now. Right. I mean, I think it was, uh, well, what is his name? Stefan Arino he passed away from cancer like two years ago. He has a great book and I'm, I reference this book very often because it's so true. And he says this, and I'd like your guys opinion on this. And, and, uh, Andrew Tate addresses this 
So does Joe Rogan and a bunch of people. He says, strong men create easy times. Therefore, easy times create weak men. <clears throat> weak men create tough times. And the cycle repeats itself, right? Yeah. And I think that we've had it so good, especially in this country for so long, that men are becoming weak, man. Yeah. Kids now get 100%. participation trophies and stuff, yeah. right? We, you and I talked about that in our podcast, Dr. Lewis. And so I think right now it's cool to be a victim, right? It's cool to complain and stuff. So it, you know, the, the, the whole Me Too movement and stuff, right? In different areas, people people take pride in being a victim. Yeah, yeah. horrible. Yeah. I grew up in a, in, a, in a place where being a victim was like, bro, what the hell is wrong with you, man? Yeah. Man up. Warrior that shit up. In martial arts, it was warrior that shit up. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, you lost. Like, for example, I went to Canada, got my ankle broken in a tournament. Karate teacher says, hey, man, we didn't come this far to, to go out on a sprained ankle, wrap his leg, foot up, get up and fight again. Then they did that. I got up and realized, oh, it was broken. Okay, well, hey, listen, train harder next time. You, you always got next year. He didn't baby me. Yeah. And you know, because actually my karate teacher, <laughs> interesting enough, uh, was a private teacher to his kids as well. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have the private teacher, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he was one of the best, right? To this day. Awesome. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Jose Pacheco, by Absolutely. the way. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, so, so what is your guys' take on that? Uh, that why do you guys think today, what are some of the things about today and why people are su such snowflakes? <laughs> it's bullshit. It's really bullshit. You know, it's, it's, uh, all these kids getting whatever they want to, like mm -hmm. obesity, out of control, uh, people's mindsets, out of control. It's like everything is okay nowadays, and that's that's just not. It's a parenting challenge. Yes. It's an absolute parenting challenge, in my opinion. And whether you're you're a, a single dad or a married dad or married mom or single mom, it doesn't matter, man. Woman, the the f up or man, the f up. You know, let's let's get it going. And our kids, like like my kids, you know, the, my my when they were th when my two boys were thirteen and fifteen, you know, I sent their little asses door knocking, man, because mm -hmm. I wanted them to really understand the value of money. I wanted them to know, hey, you know, it's not a uh, um, uh, rainbows and gold at the end of the rainbow. Like like let's go. It's it's time yes. to work. Yeah. Right. And I think that a lot of us nowadays we think, man, we work so hard. We don't want our kids to work hard like that. Mm -hmm. And that's the food for failure. That's horrible. That's, that's so we're, we're, they're growing up with no grit. You know, yeah. seeing a lot of the younger yeah. guys that are coming into my uh, company. And that's grit is something you can't teach. You know, the mm -hmm. hunger, mm -hmm. the stuff, the struggle. And I think that that's a lot. And we're living inside of entitlement. Everybody's yes. entitled. Everybody wants to be entitled to this, entitled to that. Without having to really put the, the, the real work for it. And uh, for me, as I'm seeing that more with the younger generation, they don't have a lot of responsibility because their parents are babying them too much. They're spoiling them too much. I used to take my daughter too. I used to take her door knocking when she was with me. Oh, she yeah. got tired. She does not want anything to do with real estate. Just so you know, my, my daughter has no want or need to want to do real estate <laughs> because I used to take her to that. I mm -hmm. took her to showing appointments. I took her to door knocking. Uh, she's been sitting in with me at open houses from time to time, you know, and it's so she can see and she appreciates that. She's yes. older like, Damn, this is what it takes to, 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 to actually make money in this business. Uh, and I think that's what we don't do enough with uh, the younger uh, generation. We're making it too easy for them. Yes. And that's what's creating the weak society. Mm -hmm. And everybody gets offended now. Because they don't get exposed to weak as hell, that we, Chumps, we grew man. up with. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, if I know he grew up in South Central too. I grew up in South Central. You know, just to get home, you have to be survival. Imagine <laughs> yeah. the kids now having yeah. to walk home they'll from die. school. They'll get killed. Oh, they'll, yeah. they will not survive. Uh, we had to 
be alert, right? It's like, hey, those Cholos going to come up with me? I remember <laughs> I was standing, uh, we're calling my tia or somebody to come pick us up. Cholo comes up. Where are you from? They suck us. They just hit me in the face for no reason. Right. So they decided, well, throw them on the floor, cry. Oh, my God. Where's my mommy? You know what yeah. I mean? I had to fucking eat it up. Try to fight back, but they pull out some guns on us, and we can't mess with that. Exactly. <laughs> and then we move forward. And me madrearon y estuvo. But I built, you know, that character. character. Um, and I think that's what's lacking right now. Yeah. It's the build of character. Um, you know, so it's not their fault. You know, as, as parents, we try to give them more of what we didn't have and a better mm -hmm. lifestyle. But I think that we need to get good as parents to showing them how hard things can really be. Yeah. And put, putting them through that. So they have a better understanding of of what it takes to 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 not get offended easily. Yeah. To have grit, to have tough skin, to 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 push through when somebody when somebody doesn't agree with what you say. You're not gonna go out there and try to cancel them. It's, right. I don't know. Yeah. I'm freedom of speech is gone. Yeah, freedom of speech is gone. Yeah. And um, it's a it, listen, man. It, it's it's a pivotal moment right now when 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 Tate got canceled. For example, I don't know if you guys know, it was a simultaneous attack on all his life. Every social media got canceled, but not only social media. His Uber account got canceled. His yeah. Airbnb account got canceled. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Trading accounts got canceled. That lets you know wow. the establishment is everything. It's large. Because he he had a very big voice, and I think that they silenced him at a, at a very um, pivotal, infancy, right stage of his. Even though he had a lot of influence, a month ago, he was the most Google man in the world. Yep. Right? Wow. Yeah. He, imagine that, right? And what was he saying to be? He was saying, listen, we live in a society where boys are being taught to be like girls and to be weak and guess what how do you weaken a society how do you weaken a people you you weaken and take away the men or you make them grow weak men mm -hmm. because that is a big this is his views and i like your guys opinions on this he says this is the biggest threat to the establishment is men that think for themselves. People of days don't think for themselves. So what is your guys' opinion on that? Do you, do you guys agree? Do you disagree? I love Dr. Lewis' opinion on this. No, just, just to backtrack just a little bit. I think that, and I just met Manny, Manny. one, um, but I'm sure that you guys have this, this, this story, right? From wherever you grew up, um, maybe things were a little difficult and times were hard and you had to fight through it. And I know yourself and I know myself and, that's, that's what builds our identity, right? Yes. And like in where I was born and saw my, my parents were immigrants that came to this country 62 years ago. My mom only, you know, she only attained fifth grade education, my dad's sixth grade education. Mm. So when I was young, I thought education was the way out right. of the ghetto, yeah. right? Same. Then I became educated, I graduated, right? At 24 years old, licensed doctor of chiropractic, but I had no resources. And then something changed my life. I met a person that mentored me for 19 years and that person changed my life because he changed my philosophy. So now, so since then my life has become totally different, but we're faced with a, with a, with a crossroads We're faced with a crisis because now you have a group of, of, you have another generation that's relatively successful, but now their kids are being born into the success. Yes. Right. Yeah. They're not born in, on, you know, King Boulevard, they're born in Laverne Hills. Right. And, and <laughs> so, so how do you, how do you, how do we, fabricate that environment that's true going back to you great question going back to you and maximus i i, I love when you're like training him you know I, I the story that comes to mind my uh my son has a, a black belt in japanese shotokan he was at his first tournament with with coach pacheco yeah 
And uh, it was an international tournament and there was kids from different countries and there was this little boy named Max, I'll never forget, from Mexico. My, it was my son's first tournament and it, was, it, was, it wasn't point fighting. It was, what's, the, what's the other, not point fighting. Continuous? But continuous. He didn't know what continuous was, neither did I. And they were in an octagon. <laughs> this little kid just starts, I mean, just tearing him up. So my son calls timeout. I didn't even know he called timeout. He calls timeout and he comes to me. He said, Dad, and, and he's crying. I said, son, are you, are you hurt? He said, no. I said, are you bleeding? He said, no. I said, you got to turn around. You got to finish the fight. Yeah. I don't care if you run around for the next three, three minutes. You have to finish the fight. Well, of course, he lost that fight. And we were going through the hotel. And I had parents coming up to me super upset. And they're like, why didn't you throw the white towel in? I said, so let me explain this. I said, he was at a heightened level of emotion. If I throw the white towel in, when he's at a, at a, at a state where he's losing, yeah. but the emotion is so big, I'm deepening the thought that you can quit whenever you want. And there I'm not going to raise a quitter. Wow. I'd rather raise someone that loses a battle than a quitter. I said, I'm never going to do that. Mm. So what we've done in our household is put, put our kids in environments of, of, of adversity, yes. environments of challenge. You guys talk about your kids. I mean, I had my kids cold calling, oh, farming yeah. with me, going to farm. With, I, I, That's I, what I'm talking about. That's I'm a common a, yeah. denominator. Absolutely, is fostering independence. Absolutely, I, I love. We all foster cold independence. Call. I, I awesome. love doing that stuff. You know yes. what I mean? And Hell my yeah. son would come. He's like, Dad, this is hard. I said, That's. That's the point. Yes, I said this is hard, it's supposed to be. and this is how this is what I want you to learn. Not that you're ever going to cold call or, or or door knock for the rest of your life, but you need to build that skin. That you need to understand what grit is about, because yes. otherwise we will be we yep. will raise a generation of people that are entitled. I mean, especially yes. on social media. Straight you know, up, I, I can I can walk by a mall, yeah. stand next to a Lamborghini, take a picture, put it out. Now everyone thinks, oh, I'm 20 yeah. years old with a Lamborghini. No, no, <laughs> right. that Lamborghini takes. Blood, sweat, and tears yes. to get that Lamborghini, you know. But, but the perception, right, on social media. So, it's it's a, it's a tremendous challenge right now yeah. to I raise agree. young men and young women yes. to raise men and women yes. rightfully strong, not not egotistically strong, but mm -hmm. confident and courageous yes. in their own identity. Yeah, it's it's quite a challenge. Same thing for health too. I mean, I see some obese little kids, man, little 10-year-old, 11-year-old, right. yeah. chunky A's, you know, yeah. and that is a parenting freaking problem. Yes. That, mm -hmm. You know, I, I almost want to get into, and this goes back to what's accepted in society is I want to get in the parent's dish and go, hey, man, stop taking them to McDonald's. Right. Like, I know you're in a hurry, but mm -hmm. you're, you're fucking up your kids. Mm -hmm. Yes. Like, what the hell's wrong with you? Like, I, mm -hmm. I don't, I have certain things that are drawbacks of mine. Nobody's going to be perfect, but in the sense that creating a good adult that is your responsibility. Yes. It was, it was uh, Frederick Taylor that said that, man. Yeah. I'd rather create uh, great little humans to become great adults than to try and fix broken human beings, like big mm, grown-up human beings. Mm -hmm. Like That's your responsibility. Mm -hmm. And that's the reason why society is where it's at right now and unfortunately yeah. where it's going. And for a guy like Tate to come out and say, like, hey, you're fat. <laughs> oh, hey, you might offend my little... Well, he's fat because of you. <laughs> oh man, now they have to own it. Yeah. Hey, uh, you you you're a bully at school. You're a bully because your parents uh, fight all the time and and your mm -hmm. dad hits your mom. That's you. That's your fault. Right. You know. Right. And they need to own it. They need to soak it up and they go, Hey man, I need to change what I'm currently doing to change what I'm currently getting. Mm. And it's just society is just so jacked. It pisses me off. 
I think I'm going to move to like Wyoming or something. Yeah. <laughs> no, listen, you, I was to Florida and Wyoming already. Like, <laughs> exactly, man. This like, guy's going to go all over. <laughs> I'm going to have you over, Doc. I'm That's it. Yeah, That's yeah. why. Yeah. I'll tell you what. My, my, right now, my, my my place for you know my my top pick place right now so far is Sarasota. Although I'm having second downs after what recently happened. So yeah, my prayers out to well, the. Well, if to any of you guys want to sell your house, just let me know. Uh, exactly. I'll refer you to a nice agent out of state. No, but you know, to your point of you know raising kids in in that state as you know my son maximus is in jujitsu and alexander's not there yet because he's only one right but six months from now he'll be you know training right now soon enough he'll be training at home i got listen i got pictures of maximus at two years old doing an arm bar on me granted he didn't know what he was doing and stuff but to me for example martial arts is like if you if if you ever see my kid train they do duck walks, they do sprawls, they do, you know, lunges all the way across the mat. You'll see one kid that'll start from one side of the mat and finish to the other side of the mat. Never once takes a shortcut. Never once. Everybody else, they could do an extra one or two. This guy will go all the way over there because I said, listen, I don't care about you being the fastest. You do it the best because... I, and I instill these things into them, right? Because I want them to have that discipline because I believe that discipline trusts motivation. Would you guys agree that dis- sure, discipline absolutely. trusts motivation? Sure. And I said, no, these other kids are going to stop before you do. You go all the way. It doesn't matter what they do. You're not influenced by what they do. You influence them by what you do. Mm-hmm. So you know you're supposed to go all the way. You go all the way. And he always goes all the mm-hmm. way. Sure. He has long curly hair, right? We love his hair. It looks like Tarzan, right? And as he gets older, <laughs> this guy, I, I can only imagine when he gets older, he's going to be a jiu-jitsu wrestling Kickboxing guy, he's gonna be in great shape. All the girls, man. That's what I'm saying, man. You know what I'm saying? Like Jaylene, you know what I'm saying? But the, the point She'll that be I a cougar, but you know, I Tate, know. right? You know, Tate talks about that too. He said that his his life lesson with his dad was when uh, his dad took him to the barber and shaved his head off. Oh, is that right? Did you know that? Yeah. No, I didn't see that. Shaved his head off. So uh, his dad and his mom uh, were always bickering about how they're how parenting was going to be inside of the household. So him and his brother, they went to get a haircut, and the dad was off to a chess tournament because his dad was a chess champion. So his dad was off to a chess tournament. He comes back four months, five months later, and the first day he's back, his mom says, you know, they messed up up Andrew's hair. Andrew's his middle name, by the way, but they messed up Andrew's hair. And then uh, the dad goes, the fuck? You teaching my kids how to be wimps or what? Who cares about their hair? And he's 12 years old. This is what I'm talking about when I'm talking about like anchors and parenting and things like that. So they get in an argument and he leaves. Uh, She kicks him out. He calls his son the next day. He says, Andrew, I want you to go with me. You know, I'm not allowed to go to the house, but come to the hotel. So Tate goes to the hotel and his dad takes him to another barber. And he says, hey, I want you to shave his head off. Hmm. Andrew says, well, dad, I don't want to shave my head off. And uh, the dad says, who cares? What you're going to learn is this is a life lesson. And as you get older, who gives a damn about your hair? And dad was brutal. Yeah. He dad was. kind of strong. Yeah. So it just goes to show like the guy. And again, I'm with you. I agree with the 80, 85% of what, what this guy's talking mm-hmm, about. Mm-hmm. But he had somewhat of a hard oh, yeah. he had you a know, upbringing. Time. You know, he quit, being, he quit uh, uh, being in a tournament when he was six, seven years old, chess. And then that's what got him into kickboxing. Right. So when when uh, the barber cut off his hair, and now he's he's still you know hairless, and he can grow back a full set of, a, a full uh, mm-hmm. set of hair. 
that's the reason why he did it was because he's like, man, who cares? It's about your confidence. It's about this. It's yeah. about that. Yeah. And that's what, that's what, again, I do believe in is confidence is key, man. Like he talks about like depression and how guys will be emailing him and saying, hey, man, I'm depressed. And he says, well, you won't be depressed if you go up into the gym for X amount of hours. You won't have yep. time to be depressed. Yep. Then you feel better about yourself. You get your physiology going and your energy, et cetera, et cetera. And so I strong. agree with that. Because I, I agree with that because, you know, Earl Nightingale says success is a progressive realization of a worthy mm -hmm. ideal, right? So if we see progress in our business, right, I believe that we're the happiest. Some of, some of the time that we're the happiest is when we're building and accomplishing, right? Mm -hmm. Even if it's you're, you're building a tree house, you feel good seeing it come together, right? Because everything's creating the mind and in the physical. Same thing with your body. So he told that guy, right, if you start getting jacked and if you start getting a six pack, you contact me as you're getting progress. And the guy started contacting and realizing, hey, man, I don't feel as bad as I used to. Mm -hmm. But I think also something happens when, for example, when we were kids we, in school, we didn't pay, let's say, for example, me, I didn't pay attention. Oh, you know what? Juan Carlos, he's very distracted. He's a very distracted boy. What would they say now? ADD. ADHD or, or whatever, right? And they want to the look up. Right. They wing, drugging, getting them in worse situations than mm -hmm. before. I, I believe in that too. Yeah, bro. Like, Again, dude, they got sex changes option. I mean, come on, yeah. man. Now we're having I mean, to worry about if you want to sit down or stand up, and take a piss, and what restroom you need to go into. Yeah, bro. That's, that's all the shit that's happening. So I, and that part is where I grew. Where, where Andrew Tate says that we have to be men and strong men. Yes. And and, and, and men that freaking take that power back because now you're having a society that, well, what's a woman? Uh, what's a woman? Well. And you, I saw an interview of this guy's, uh, he goes, well, physically, when you're born, I was born a male. Yeah, but identify as a woman. But you're a male. So there's a male and a woman. Now is no, but it's what I identify. I go, what the fuck? Yeah. Where did this come from? Did we ever have this shit before? <laughs> like, no, you were born a fucking man and you wanted yes. to be a woman. and Or look like a woman. Can you believe that this is controversial these days? There's men and there's women. hundred years ago. Before five, ten years ago, this was never in the in the in the history of humankind. This never. was never controversial. Not only was it co not controversial, it was like you were looked upon like you need to be in a mental hospital, bro. Yeah. You're not you, no, you're not dumb. Yeah. You're crazy. There's something wrong up here. We went from that to like it, smart people, intellectually smart people, right? People that go to school, so they're they're smart because you book smart people. Yeah. The, and I find that the more book smart people are, the more they go to school, the more they have these types of beliefs, the more they, they accept this kind of stuff. And I understand that this is controversial. Y'all know we're going to talk about this, yeah. this shit here, okay? Well, we know we're going to get so, some shit. <laughs> I tell people all the time, for example, there's a couple of beautiful cars outside. Let's talk about the e-tron because I, I like that car. There's an e-tron and then you take a 1990 Honda Civic. There's mm -hmm. clearly a difference. Can we agree? Yep. There's an S550 out there, Dr. Lewis's car. There's a big difference between that car and the Honda Civic, right? There's more of a difference between a man and a woman. Yet people are saying and believing this bullshit of, I don't, here's the thing. I don't judge anybody. I don't care. I, you can tell me that you're a rabbit. <laughs> I don't care if you, okay, hey, good yeah, for you, bro. Congrats, rabbit. <laughs> right, you, you're a rabbit, man. Good for are you, you rabbit. Halloween or, oh, you think that you're a rabbit for the rest of your life? Well, interesting. Good for you, bro. Right. I think that guy, you know, is either drugs he, he's on or drugs he needs to be on. Right. But here's the deal. 
Now they're saying, hey, man, be, and I believe that it's- You need a, to accept uh, the rabbit. Yes. It, it, it's also an attack on uh, certain beliefs. Mm -hmm. For example, God, in the Bible, God says he made man and he made woman and it was good. Well, guess what these people are saying without saying it? No, God was wrong. Yeah. So, no, you say that you're a man, but you were born a woman, then, you know what I'm saying? So, anyways, yeah. it's so weird to even talk about it, because, and there's people that accept this. So. Yeah. And even talking about you, you're worried about sharing those views, because then, what are they going to say about you? You're canceled. For me, listen. Like, you mean you, I, you I being in real estate? Yeah, yeah being, being real estate. Me so, being let's say you have an opinion. You know? This is what's so, so tainted. Yeah. Tapa has, a, has an opinion, right? He gives his opinion. And now because he shares his legit opinion, the audience says, no, man. Is that I am, an acceptable I am, opinion? I am buying real estate from this dude. I am, I am right? buying, selling, and investing in real estate. Right. Because he uh, believes something a little controversial. He should be a better man. And what what society, in my opinion, should uh, they're so shell-shocked about is that everybody has different opinions. Yes. So why cancel anybody? You know, there could be a, 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 a neo-Nazi out there at some point in time. Hey, publicize his ass because I want to know all of the horrible things he's talking about and how many rejected bodies will go against that. Because at some point in time, again, negative spreads faster than positive. But at some point in time, all of the followers too are going to be ironed out as well. Mm -hmm. I'd rather them be public. I don't want no undercover stuff going yes, on. Yes. I don't want a guy walking into my office with a, an AK-47 and, and killing everybody because they're not public about their stuff. I want to hear all their views. Yeah. That yeah. way I know exactly who I'm dealing with. Yeah. So that's completely different. And also the media right now is also taking a lot of the stuff. Um, out of we were talking about no, but uh, uh, men, women. You have, you know, we grew up with comic books, superheroes. Right. Right? Right. And now you have shows like Batman where you have like a certain show in Gotham that I was watching back where the, uh, I think the, the, the penguin fell in love with the Riddler. When the fuck did that? <laughs> wow. When, when yes. the fuck did that ever happen? And it's an agenda being books. pushed. Yeah. The agenda is being yes. pushed, which I don't 100%. agree with. Hey, let people have the freedom of choice. But when you're pushing it and yeah. pushing this in front of our kids right now you have a, 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 a the superman. son of superman is gay yep, yep. i'm like what? where the fuck yes. did you read that yes yeah, this yeah. is on tv this is what's being pushed <clears throat> to our children and this is how they're growing up seeing people say oh you can't influence that oh yes you can if you put them in front of these people when they're not making their they're, they're not uh, conscious of those decisions they're making, they start accepting this stuff. Yeah, you it are becomes influencing. A norm. It becomes normal. And I'm like, I don't, I, I, I have nothing against any. I, I accept. I don't judge. I, you know, take people for who they are as human beings. But also, I'm not in, in in agreement where you're being you're pushing this agenda because the people on Hollywood, all this are are trying to push this agenda to our society yes like when the fuck did we ever grow up with this shit right right now we have there has to be a gay scene in every single movie now you see even even in this yeah. even in this group like i'm, I'm sure the doctor's going to come on a comment on this in a second like i have relatives i come from a big family as well and i have relatives that are that are gay uh you know uh lesbian or um they they swing in a different direction yeah. and like i said I think everybody everybody should be able to make their own opinion. Yep. It's the, the only challenge that I have is don't show my 13-year-old a certain thing when they're not grown enough to understand right. all the ins and outs behind it. Yep. And as a parent, of course, going back to parenting, I want to be able to foster independence versus 
have all these multiple salt and pepper people uh, season my kids' mindset. Because we all know, all four of us, as a matter of fact, you can't be a prophet in your own land. Right. And at some point in time, they're going to be listening to somebody else. And it's very important that we uh, uh, shelter their mindsets in a, at a point where they can now be independent. Let's, let's call it 23 or 25. They can now be independent and now take counsel from somebody else or yep. mentoring from somebody else, yeah. et cetera. So that's what the challenge is with me. I, anybody can make any, any uh, decision yes. that they'd like yeah. to. But they should be conscious and grown up enough to make those opinions instead of being 12 years old yep. and having the opportunity to have a sex change. That's unreal. You know, many, um, all, all of you are saying so many powerful things. I think uh, Socrates talked about this a long time ago. He talked about identity crisis, right? Mm. So um, we, we're, you know, we talked about this a little bit before where our identity is built between the ages of two and six because there's no filter from our conscious right. subconscious so whatever we put our kids in front of that's what they believe mm -hmm. right so they're you know if we tell them that they're superstars they believe they're superstars if we tell them that they're handsome they believe they're handsome but nowadays um a five-year-old a five-year-old on social media and it's amazing how five-year-olds can navigate through social yes, media straight up. Navigate, you know they, they, they go through <laughs> they go through the emotion there's a study that said that a five-year-old can throw go through the emotion of a 30-year-old just by being on social media. Wow. You know, you're on TikTok. And one minute, you know, for an hour, they're watching happy TikToks and they're watching sad TikToks and they're watching bizarre TikTok where, I don't know your age, I may be, I'm probably the oldest one here, where for me to be sad, something really tragic would have to happen for me to yes. be happy. So my emotions wouldn't sway. So this huge identity crisis, what we did, because you have to, everything yes. begins with, within our home, right? Yeah. We, we homeschooled our kids. Yeah. Right. And yep. and we were judged about that. But I said, someone is going to influence our kids yep. at a very pivotal time. Yes. Why not us? If someone's gonna brainwash them, then I will brainwash Hell them. Yes. Hell yeah. and, yes. And, and because now I I I I wish, I mean the Bible says we're going through signs of the times. I wish it would be, oh, I'm 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 a man, but I identify as a woman. Now I get I talk to teachers and they're like, no, they, if they identify as a cat, you must call them a feline. If they and I yeah, say, well, what, and what if you choose not to? You'll be fired. Yeah. So, so the so these right. kids come in making things up. And I'm, there is no judgment because it's really bad, right? Yeah. But I'm thinking, where is the control and the leadership in the home, right? Right. Where these kids are now believing that they're these these things. It's not even man and woman. That would be a little a little yes. easier. They, yes. They've progressed to. Um, yeah. They, they identify to yeah, it's like, crazy. It is. It <laughs> is. And, and, and My 13 year old's homeschool too. So yeah, that's, right. That's what I mean. Yeah. And, and now we can't do anything because, yep. like you guys were saying, you know, society has become one in which I was talking to another teacher and they were talking about, you know, there is a there is an unfortunate situation at a football game. My, my middle son plays, he's a varsity quarterback, and, and we had an unfortunate situation where there's an altercation. And unfortunately, you know, there were some serious consequences that came out of it. But what happens is now, even in a, in a school setting, you cannot, you cannot separate kids unless you're the security. What? I said, one teacher said, I actually saw a kid get choked out. I said, I don't think I can allow myself to see a kid get beat up, choked out without pulling him off. No, that's, called, that's considered assault. So me pulling a kid off as an adult is considered assault. Wow. So, so things are so gray. The Bible what says, the make your deal? yeses mean yes and your yes. noes mean no. Things are so gray right. now 
that it's really, it's created a tremendous challenge for people that want to raise a great, beautiful daughter or yeah. a strong young man. Yep. It's created, yeah. it's made of it, it, it's, it's all done by design. It's an agenda. Even if, I mean, look at crime in, in, in blue states, for example. I hate to, to, to mention that, but I mean, we're going to. Look at crime here. There's people on Rodillo Drive having lunch in the middle of the day on a Wednesday. Somebody pulls Jack. up on them, jacks them because yeah. there's no consequences to yeah. it. This is a leadership. This is by design. And most people are too damn asleep to realize this shit is being done by design. Kids are being attacked, you know, like in network marketing or any business. Compline drives behavior, right? Well, these laws drive behavior too, mm -hmm. right? So if they say, well, I could go and take this guy's $20,000 watch. And then if I get caught, if I get caught, gonna they're going to just slap on the wrist and then boom, I'm out. So the risk to reward ratio, yeah. it, it benefits them like crazy. I just spent two hours in there and nothing's exactly. going to happen. And so people are really, that, that's why I was talking to my wife. Matter of fact, yesterday. I said, honestly, I'm looking at Florida and I, I, I have a, a, a rough game plan. Two, three years from now, I'm probably going to end up out there anyways. Yeah. I'm getting things, you know, my ducks in a row. I'm getting things set up in Florida. And that's probably because even in public schools, like I'm a Christian man, even in public schools out there, which my son is not in public school, he's in a private Christian school. That's If not, we would homeschool him. But they teach him about the Bible, about man. They, they don't right. feed into none yeah, of this bullshit. <laughs> so, yeah, man. So I, I'm happy paying a thousand bucks a month yeah. for him to go there because, sure. and, and thank God that I'm able to, right? Some people are not able exactly. to, and I understand that, right? Yeah. That's also why I worry that shut up. As, and as an illegal immigrant, and you, you know my story very yeah. well, right? I went through a lot of struggles, and I always kept on this entrepreneurial journey because I said, listen, if I quit this entrepreneur journey, the best that's gonna that I'm gonna be able to achieve is this, which is not gonna be what I want to one day be my son's hero, right? Just three weeks ago, my son, I asked my son, so what do you wanna do when you grow up, son? He says, I wanna sell solar. Because I have a solar business. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I asked him, that's bad. That's so well, I asked him, why, son? And it was me, him, and my wife. And I said, why, son? And Alexander was asleep. And he says, because I wanna be like you, daddy. Mm. Oh my God! And then Jennifer looks at me and says, "Don't cry, don't cry." <laughs> and I was because That's he tough. sees me train with him. I take him to the gym with me, put him in daycare while I work out. I get him out. I train him in the octagon, the UFC gym. And kids aren't supposed to train there, but they know me. I've been going there for years, so they let me. Right? And and people start to get around because they see him do jujitsu and like martial mix mixed martial arts, right? And so. To me, that's what I wanted. I said before he was born, I said, one day I'm going to have a son and, and his name is going to be Maximus and I'm going to be his hero. Not a movie star, not an athlete, because I'm, because I, like you, to your point and to you guys' point, I want to influence him. I want to influence him, right? Teach him. The, the first and foremost is the Bible, the Bible principles. We believe in that, right? Mm -hmm. And to think for yourself. So like sometimes when he sees people, like, let, let's say, for example, I, you know, I, I won't mention that subject, but when he sees things that are, he knows are not right, he kind of looks at me like, right? Like, with a surprise look. And he says, they're confused. Like, yes, they are, son. But listen, there's all kinds of people out there in the world. We know our beliefs. We don't have to share those particular beliefs with everybody. If they ask us, we'll share them, you know? It's so weird that nowadays there's certain things that we never had to deal with as kids, man, that these kids have to deal with. Sure. And it's so unfortunate. But parents need to say, hey, man, I got to step up because I li listen, look at, for example, transgender. 
They're saying, hey, man, you could be a teenage boy and chop, chop your wiener off, yeah. right? Or yeah. give them these, uh, what is it called, um, to stop yeah. testosterone yeah. blockers. Pills. There's Hormone this kid blockers. that came out bawling, bro, because he says, I made a mistake. Yeah. Wow. And he mentions, so he didn't chop it off, but he was taking testosterone blockers. And so he, he says that his, his penis doesn't grow anymore. So you imagine that when you become a man and you realize as a kid, how come a kid can't smoke till they're whatever, 18, can't drink till they're 21, but you're going to let them do that shit? That is an attack. That is an evil attack. And parents are too fucking busy entertaining themselves and shit. Oh, here's an iPad, kid. Let me watch my phone and shit. That's fucking bullshit. Excuse my language. Casey, but what what you're doing, right, um, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of intention. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of time yes. to do that. And here's the responsibility on the adults. Um, I think a lot of the adults, including parents, are still trying to find themselves. So, so they're trying to find themselves as they're trying to raise somebody. Again, no judgment, just right. observation. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, like yourself and my family, I saw my parents work 30, 35 mm-hmm. years. And after, after everything... They had absolutely nothing to show for, yeah. right? Because they were they were employees, and if someone's watching this, n- nothing against employees. If if that if that's what if that's what makes you feeling exhilarated, if you find yes. purpose in that, awesome. But I thought I, I clearly remember going to because um, my my mom used to make curtains in, in like a sweatshop this back in the day, and uh, all the filaments would go into the air, but there was no there was no exhaust system, right? Oh, so wow. right, so she would inhale it, so she developed something called bronchial asthma. Yep. So she'd have these cough texts where her lips would turn blue. So she had to quit working. I remember walking into the, her job with her on her last day. And the, the secretary just gave her a white envelope with her last check. There was no recognition. 28 years. Damn. There was no recognition. There was no celebration. There was no gift. There was nothing. Mm-hmm. And as I'm like eight, nine years old. And as we're walking out, I see a younger woman walking in. Wow. And in my mind, I thought... Oh, okay. So my mom is quitting and you're beginning. And at a very young age, I said to myself, I won't be poor. Yeah. I, I, I will not, I will not be poor. Right. So, but it's, it's, it takes daily decisions <clears throat> mm-hmm. to instill and to sow these thoughts into the kids. Mm-hmm. So when Fabian was 17, he graduated from Damien high school. And, uh, you know, we said, what, what, what college? Well, APU is my wife's alma mater. That's a great school. It's a Christian school. You'll go get your four-year university. So he he was accepted. And we're right about to cut. It's $48,000 a year. We're about to cut the, the check for the first year. And he says, I want to give you guys a proposal. This is three and a half years ago. Hmm. And we're like, okay. So he sat down like a meeting. He says, when, when you guys are available, because I, I want your undivided attention. And he said, so I'm going to go to school for what? I see you're going to get your degree. He says, right. And then I'm gonna do what with my degree? And we're like, Oh, I love this kid. Then you'll you'll get you'll get a job. <laughs> I love this. And he's kid. like, And Dad, I've heard you on so many Zooms. Have I heard Mom say it so many times? <laughs> that jobs is the biggest mistake we can make. Mm-hmm. And we're like, correct. He said, So, you give me two years, and you mentor me, Woo! and I'll go to the Ariaza University. And if I don't graduate in two years, I'll go back to school. No harm, no loss. Whether mm. I get my bachelor's at 23 or 25, no one cares. Oh, I love this wow. kid. And now he's, he trades. He trades every morning from 530 to 830. He's at the gym from 9 to 11, and he loves his life. 
Wow. He's making he's making more money than all his friends That's living in on a purpose. short short period of time, and That's he has purpose. a purpose. Right. And now we have him training hundreds of people, hundreds of adults, and he lives with purpose. How many twenty one year olds wake up wow. at five fifteen excited to wake up? That only because... happens with a parent like that. Yes. You follow me? Yeah. He's seen a good example of right. of. I mean, it's it's uh, it's exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. And, uh, the whole podcast was about Tate. Yeah, and you know his beliefs. These are all in line with yes. what he had mm-hmm. yes, done. So financially, like all four of us, we have the opportunity where we can send our kid yes. to mm-hmm. uh, the right schools, or we can um, homeschool our kids. What about the people that cannot, though? Right, and that's part of the that's part of the subject matter that that he brings up is that hey, it does fucking matter that how much money you make. Absolutely. Right, you know, it, right. it does matter how much how much time you're put, putting in at the gym. Or how you're fostering independence with your Absolutely. children. It does matter how uh, on Instagram it talks about how females we we are not valued as men nowadays. Right. The reason why he says is because you can post up a female can post up a uh, a filtered picture even if you're large and in charge doesn't matter you're still going to get some DMs on men <laughs> trying to hit it and it, I got to get behind that I was talking to my it's girl true. last night I was I was. I was talking to her and, and uh, we're, we're talking about like Tate and we're talking about this a couple nights ago and, and we're talking about uh, uh, how, uh, you know, what is her belief? And I literally p- played a, a video and she's like smirking. I go, please tell me you don't get fucking 20, 30 DMs on a weekly. She goes, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I do. And I said, so why is it uh, that why would it be that I get the DM versus another person? Uh, well, I, just say it exactly. Okay. Well, you you're tall and and you make money and you're this, you're that. You you drive a supercar. Blah. Everything that he's talking about. That's what he's talking it's about. True. High value men and respect. To, just like you said, Doc. Respect to people that have jobs out there. I had a job. Everybody here probably yeah. had a job before yeah, on W two. It's sitting at a job. It's it's driving into traffic. It's it's living a, a quiet life of desperation. Mm. But at some point in time, you need to break out of the chains of habit and get a little bit dirty. And that's exactly yes. what the guy talks about. And I got to yeah. get behind yeah. that, bro. Yes. I was like, yes. I was like, shit, man. These people getting all these DMs, yep. and they only answer high value men. Yes, I got to get behind that. I got to yes. be it, either. I got to become a high value man, or I got to stay in mediocrity and just deal with being medium, average, and ordinary. Yeah, so, and he was having that interview with that girl. He goes, "You're not gonna freaking go reply to the guy that is not a high value man. That weak. That's freaking." You yep. know, crying, that's depressed, that's yep. not going to the gym, that's not putting in word, that's broke. Uh, you see a guy that's broke, you're not going to go there and reply to his DMs right away. I mean, let's be real to- with the dude. If, if a girl if a girl has X, Y, and Z, a guy is like, yeah, I want to get a piece of that. If a guy has X, Y, and Z, a girl goes, I want to get a piece of that. I want to see what he's all about. I want to see this, that, the other. I mean, people that are listening to the podcast, they might go, man, what an ass. Talking about that, <laughs> can't believe him. It's true. Yeah, what I'm, doing. I'm just coming out and but telling you, know you exactly <laughs> what's what. You know, Manny, you, you said you said something so powerful. One of my greatest quotes is by Ayn Rand: "Living life of quiet desperation." Right, and so and I never thought I, I would talk about this, gentlemen. But so we live in a hilltop, and there's it's a, it's 80 acres, and there's four homes, and there's this one guy. His name's Arsenio. It's probably not his real name, but. <laughs> they, they, they call him Arsenio. 
he takes care of the entire hilltop. Mm. I hear him in my backyard at five o'clock in the morning. Then I'll see him I'm through my gym window at about nine o'clock somewhere else. Then, this guy's passionate. He's on fire. He, he does everything. But that's his purpose. So to your point, if, if working at Walmart is your purpose, God bless you. Yeah. Right? Because we need that, right? Exactly. Not everyone's going to be exactly. a superstar, entrepreneurial, real Without estate agent. Not everyone's going to be a, 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 you know, a leader in podcast. Right. We need everyone at as long yes. as possible. But because, but what you said, but most people, I'd say 80 to 85% of the people are not doing what fills their passion. Yeah. And they're living lives of quiet desperation. And we are so indoctrinated. Hey, how you doing? Great. You're, you're not great. Mm-hmm. You're suffering. Like, mm-hmm. Right? You're, 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 you're feeling hopeless, right? And, and that's what you're saying. And, and maybe that's what Andrew Tate is saying also. Here you have a man who's on fire. Yes. I mean, you know, sincerity comes from, passion comes from sincerity. He is being sincere with himself. Whether we agree or disagree, that's irrelevant. Yeah. The guy's on fire. Right. Yep. And that really intimidates most of our society because yep. most of our society I, is I, so makes them uncomfortable. I always, co- I always compare uh, that type of thinking in society to The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. You see the show The Walking Dead, bunch of zombies running in crowds. <laughs> yeah. They're dead in their mind, meaning their ambitions are gone, their goals are gone. They don't know. They're just following the crowd. They're just going with the noise. They hear noise and they go out there and they're just trying to, they, they're fighting each other for scraps, right? And then you have these people that are trying to survive and get through these damn zombies and they're trying to pull them up and convert them, you know? And that society is, there's a lot of walking dead society right now. Yeah. They're walking around with no goals, no ambitions. So you hear a guy that has the goals, the ambition, that's pushing, and that turns them off because they're used to walking with this yes. crowd of zombies. And I think that's another reason why, is that because of oh, this guy talking about, I, I should be comfortable with barely making it or have given up on my goals and mm-hmm. haven't given up on my ambitions. What is, who the hell is this guy? Yep. What the hell is he talking about, right? So that's why I always compare these societies to The Walking Dead show. Dude, mm-hmm. Tate talks about all of that, bro. Yeah, and, he does. I got to tell you, like my buddy Patrick, um, it's no secret, my, my boy PBD, he has a great podcast, Valuetainment, and he interviewed uh, Tate for yeah. almost five hours. I know. And I, I was texting Pat. I was like, dog, this dude's on to something, man. Yeah, this guy, it's this true. Guy, and, and, you know, Pat's very, like, neutral. He's like, yeah. yes, he does. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, so when, when I started listening to him, because, you know, that's such a long podcast. It took me two weeks just to listen to yeah. it. And everything that he's spitting game on, I, I was like, damn, I do the same thing. Yep. Damn, I feel the same way. Damn, that, that's totally correct. You know, so everything that the guy represents is a little bit controversial, but it's only controversial to the people that are a little bit of not even a little. They're they're hating on the dude. Yeah. And and escalating to one of these high value men is not an easy task. You got to be at the gym. You got to be reading more than everybody else. You got to be very competitive. You got to be making some money. Yada, 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 yada. So it's just the hating the haters that are that are really rejecting the concept. But look what we have now leading the country. Right. Would you take what you have now? Would you take somebody like Andrew Tate? Yeah. Like, let's be honest. We'll take a poll. I, I think just about anybody else other than personally than what we've got now. Everything rises shit. and falls on leadership, man. Look at the gas price. Look at the economy. Look at everything. Listen, I, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan of the guy before, but all I do is I look at policies and I look at results. The results are in the pudding. Mm. But to go back to what you were mentioning earlier about men, because 
We've got men here. I believe two of us are married. And are you are you guys single or what's the deal? Yeah. Single. Okay, got it. So two single guys. That's why we put them on the couch. <laughs> Usually the married men are on the couch. Yeah, the yeah, that's true, right? That's true. No, but, but to your point, right, about a high, you know, one of the things that Tate talks about, and they also talk about in the Fresh and Fit podcast, they say women just are. Men have to become. If a woman, for example, let, let's say I'm just a dude, regular guy, hasn't achieved anything yet. And I post a video educating people on finances or solar or whatever. A, a woman that's an attractive woman does the exact same video. Oh, not, not as good of a job as me. She's going to get five to ten times more likes and views than I will. 100%. And she's going to have automatically a lot more views. Because women, especially those that are, they don't have to be attractive. They just have to be semi-attractive. Just, you know, just in general, they're going to get more. A, a man is invisible until he becomes. Now, here's the thing. I... I think there's inequality for men and there's not inequality even if for women. Becomes. That's what sucks. Not even if it becomes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why you got to become the high value man. Uh, you know, Bro, I got 25,000 followers on Instagram, right? Mm -hmm. I, one of my agents, she has like maybe 5,000. Mm -hmm. I'm like, hey, um, oh, yeah. I'm not going to say her name, but I, hey, uh, uh, how many views did you get on that, that finance post? Mm, like 1,200, 1,300. Dog. I have mad value in my views. I'm like, man, I, I know more than more about financial services than anybody. I got tons of followers, right? I post a, a, something on my story. I get anywhere between three to 400 views. Yes. And this girl's getting 12 to yes. 1,300, and she got less followers. Absolutely 300% because she's hot, yep. and she gets a lot of publication. 100%. That's, that's why a man, to the men that are watching this, right, you got to get your act together, man. We realized early on, right, yeah. you know, Men, you got to get your act together. When you go to a restaurant, it, you, you find out. Menu. Men, you pay. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> like, you got to get your act together. No, no finance, no romance, oh, right? No that. money, I'm no hustle. Yeah, right? No, men, think about men, it, man. Matter of fact, here's a funny story. Men, you pay. Exactly. Here's a funny story. I remember I one time, I went, time I, I, I went on a date, right? Uh, Tapatio was involved in this one. I get to the. Wait, I get to, to Tapatio. No, no, we didn't go on a date. No, 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 Tapatio is your. That's my nickname. His oh, nickname. That's what they know me. Jose. Jose is Tapatio my, Perez. Yeah, okay. Everybody knows. He used to. Tapa. Back in the days, he used to look like the guy in the Tapatio bottle. Yeah. Okay. Now I look like the one liter one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so check this out. I go on a date with this girl that that by the way I I he was after and I was after and I ended up you know going on a date with her right but then that, that he was a more her. high value man than me at that yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right, exactly right. see that's where the high value guy it's true, true. Now, so we were on this date though and then I realized oh snap I don't have any enough money we went to Olive Garden in Downey bro <laughs> Olive Garden and I realized. Because we went somewhere else, and somehow I didn't have plans to go to dinner. Somehow we had to leave that place early. Then we ended up at dinner, and she's like, "You want to just keep hanging out? You, you want to go to dinner? Something along those lines." I said, "Sure," and I said, "Sure," without realizing, "Damn it, I don't have enough money." So I called my buddy Tabatillo. I, he lived in South Central at the time. This was in Downey. That's quite a distance, right? So at least a thirty-minute drive without traffic. At least this dude. Came through, drove to the Olive Garden, dropped off a $100 bill, and I was able to pay. I was in the restroom and stuff, sweating bullets. <laughs> and he's like, bro, I can't make it right now. What time do you need me? Like, I'm here right now, bro. That's you got to make boys. it before the bill. That's because we're boys. Because we're boys. <laughs> and, 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 so he also liked the girl. 
He he did like the girl too, that's and he still right that's a good friend. Yeah. That's, that's a good friend, right? Yeah, now. that's a good friend. Right yeah. yeah. So, anyways, uh, hey, when you lose, buddy. you lose. You gotta help the, your boy. That's you. right, that's right huh? He also it's, it's, a, it's, it's a win for both of us. That's right. You know, <laughs> uh, on that note, um, going back to the base point, uh, Tate also talks about uh, equality. Mm-hmm. You know, and what was really controversial, what he said was that men and women are not equal. It's true. It's and it's a hundred. Well, uh, am I talking about the blue elephant in the room? Come on, man. Yeah, Men yeah, and women are not equal. Right. No, we're equal. We should have the same this, the same. No problem. Pay for dinner. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take your ass to dinner, and I'm gonna drive, and you can pay. That's not a manly thing to do. All, right. All of a sudden, oh well, I thought no we were equal. No I, I thought we were equal. Uh, right. People dying in Ukraine right now, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. God mm-hmm. bless them. But majority of them, men go, hey. I got this. I'm staying in the trenches. I'm fighting the battle. I'm going to be holding a machine gun. I want you to grab you and the children and get out of town. Yes. Who stood behind? Was a woman? Well, we're equal. I'm going to grab, I'm going to grab a gun and I'm going to fight with you. No, that's just not happening nowadays. Mm -hmm. So what, again, what's so controversial is like stating the obvious, like men and women are not equal. Ladies and gentlemen, controversy. We have testosterone. We're bigger. We're not supposed to do certain things. The same thing applies for protection though. If I'm out with a woman and I'm in, I'm at the street down the street I'm in South Central or freaking Diamond Bar Beverly Hills doesn't really matter I'm willing to die on the street for my woman right. is a woman going hey we're equal we're going to stand in this battle together no get out of the way go run go get a police well, officer start- or something like that you get a police officer what happens you're going to get a police officer that is for in the form of masculinity. They're yep. coming on and they're they're fighting the fight with you because yep. they're a man yes. majority of the time and they're fighting that battle for the woman. So men yes. and women are not equal. Sorry to shock you guys, but that's just not the way. For it's example, go. well, you're starting to see now with you know the whole transgender situation that's yeah. happening. The swimmer, right. women are not liking that. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't agree with it. Either. Yeah, me neither. What happened with the fighter? Right. Transgender. Yep. He's it's a male. It's the same male. The same. Going into a woman's sport. It's the same shit, though. say that it's equal. Right. They, there you go. They're, women and men are equal. Shit. No, they're not. And listen, j- just to be clear, right? The man and the woman, they both serve their role. Yeah. We're not equal. There's a lot of areas where women are much better. I mean, for example, Tate mentions this, and, and I agree with this. Um, I would much rather if I were to put my kids in daycare, which they've never been in daycare. I'm fortunate that it's been my wife, my mom and my mother-in-law that's ever taken care of my kid with the exception of one time. My wife's friend took care of him for two hours. He's eight. He's never had anybody out with one exception. I would rather drop him off if I had to in an all women daycare than an all men daycare. Right, because men are women are better at taking care of children. My motherly. wife is better at taking care of my kids than I am. They're motherly. Right? They're Absolutely. motherly. So, so we're not equal to them. They're superior to us. So there's areas that we're superior. There's areas that they're superior. Right. Oh, yeah. But for example, three months ago, um, three four months ago, the alarm goes off in the middle of the night in my house. The only reason why the alarm would go off in the middle of the night is somebody broke into the house or some crap. You know what I mean? That's what an alarm is for. Soon as that alarm goes off, it's the middle of the night. It's pitch black. I wake up, I'm not even groggy, because I wake up because my son is in the other room, our baby is right here, my wife is here, I jump over my wife, I don't even know how I did it, like if I tried to do it right now, I wouldn't be able to do it, but somehow, (laughs) with my two hands, she's here, I jump over her to the other side, and I run over to what I think is, I'm going to run into some other, you know what, 
What happened is that we left the back door open without the lock. Mm. So a little bit of wind hit it and it mm. did this. So the sensor went off. So I go there and I check the house, make sure nobody's in my doggone house. Right? Would I expect my woman, my wife to do Hell that? No. Absolutely not. Exactly. If, so, if I have to show up there to the living room or the kitchen or whatever the case may be, and there's a crazy drugged up dude with a knife or a gun, I literally have no fear. Because Now, if I was by myself, I would have more fear. But because mm -hmm. I'm there to protect my family, mm -hmm. I got no fear and I'm willing to die right there for them. I don't expect this equality bullshit to kick in here. Hey, babe, you, man, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> CNN is talking about equality. You go, want to take go, this one? Go get, go get go, tired. Go check, go tired. You're in. No. Go on, check me downstairs, babe. I'm right. asleep exactly. right now. Exactly, yeah. right? Go, go, go check that out, baby. <laughs> yeah, so I think what you're saying is, is um, so I think we have to, <clears throat> I mean, I, I, I am like yourself. I am mm -hmm. married to a spectacular woman. Mm -hmm. Been married for 25 years. Me too. Awesome. Yeah. My wife is un- believable yes right and i admire her for what she does and she does so many things in the reference to equality if we're if we're referring to physical equality yes that's obvious yeah. right i mean you know if, if you get a 20 year old your, your example is perfect yeah the, the guy who all of a sudden wants to you know be yes, a woman, woman. Yeah. but he's like the women are like this and he's like this right. big. i mean right. it's just i mean you're gonna exactly you're gonna be 100 physically stronger you know if you go on bench there's no i don't know maybe there are but you know usually there's the guys putting up three four places there's yes. like a woman it's just and you don't expect that either sure. it's like women don't have any interest at least most of them right in putting up three four hundred pounds on right. a bench press that's not what they're <laughs> into guys do right yes um but when in reference to other aspects yes right we're we're not in order they're superior 100%. I, i'll tell you the first i mean i've had many many offices women are simply more organized I yes mean, from from an organizational perspective yeah, i agree uh, women are nurtures i'm not making a, i'm not making a generalization i'm saying on average yes. if i have 100 women and 100 men the, there's going to be more women that are that are more nurturing than men. Hundred percent. When when we have a long day, when we have a long day, we come home. Uh, I'll be honest with you. There there are times that I'm. I know we're both tired, but my wife has that that innate thing to hey hey I'm gonna go and feed the kids, and I know she's tired. Yes. But she has that innate thing. Right. When our alarm goes off. Yep. You know, I have my my friend Smith and Wesson right next to me. <laughs> I get it, and my we already have the thing, right? Yes. My wife will look at the alarm to see what door, and I'm already walking out because my mom's there, my kids are there. Yes. I'm walking out, and like you said, if I would be by myself, I may not walk out. Right, <laughs> That's right. That's a great point. Yes. I'm not thinking about myself. Right. So, and um, <laughs> I can just imagine, honey, why don't you go and check it out? No, it'd be crazy, <laughs> right, right? right? It'd be crazy. Right, yeah. So there, there is, there is, there is equality and inequality, but it really depends what what it is that yeah. that, mm -hmm. that we're talking about but you know i i personally also believe um that men and maybe even fathers haven't fulfilled their roles sometimes so it's forced women yes to be yeah. the mom and dad mm -hmm. you know I, yeah. I, I i've coached many many kids you know yeah. pop warner football and i can't tell you how many single mothers that i i, I leave emotional yes. because of the stories and i'm like kid when's that uh you know he hasn't called me in a year i'm like damn so you know what i mean we that gotta we gotta look at sometimes yeah, yeah yeah exactly true exactly yeah. 
Oh, hey, I agree. There's some deadbeat fathers out there. Some this is a high value man. Yeah. You got to be responsible for. Exactly. I'd right. really, right. Yeah. I'd really like uh, you three. I'd really like your opinion because this is a good mix. There's two married guys and there's there's one single dude. What is your um, <coughs> one single two? Two single guys. He left himself out of it. Yeah. Complicated. Yeah, right, right. Des- describe your version of a high value woman. I don't think a lot of people talk about high value women enough. Like, what That's, is yeah. your version of a high value woman? Because Tate talks about a high value man. Yes. And he gives all the parameters behind being a high value man. I'm vacillating, of course, so that you yeah. guys can think about the answer. But what is your version of a high value woman? And I'd like to hear about it because I got some uh, two happily married men, and ninety-five percent of my friends are happily married. Yeah, they're not cheaters. They're not. Uh, uh, they don't have horrible habits or anything right, like that. Right. They're absolute happily married men. That's a great association. Yes. That's why I like yes. being associated right. with them. So, what is your version of a, a high-value woman? Uh, well, so <clears throat> since you pointed at me, I'll go first. I was going to go first. So. Um, <laughs> Well, my woman is definitely a high-value woman, and I know that Dr. Lewis's wife is as well. And so I'll mention a couple of things, not to say that these are the only things, right? Mm-hmm. For me, my woman is a high-value woman because when I met her, she used to sell alarms door-to-door. She was also a waitress at a casino. Mind you, when I started dating my wife, she was 23. She was young. Which I... I'm responsible. That's right. For Actually, Jose is the one that uh, that that set us up. Hundred dollars on this. He's a man. He's a man. Right right man. He's a man. man. <laughs> so so. I did, brother. Not for myself. Yes. I know, right? <laughs> so no, but what happened is that, um, and we started dating. We we had a rough patch in the beginning because we were both immature. Again, sure. she was 23. I was I'm seven years old. I was 30. But um, ever since she became a mom. We made a decision, okay, great. We're together. We're a couple. We have a, a child to raise, right? We were not married yet. We kind of did things a little bit backwards. So she showed from a very early age, ever, ever since our son was born, that she was an incredible mother. Mm-hmm. She took care of him. I have no concerns at all with my children being there for her. Mm-hmm. And I was making a lot of money. I was worth, you know, seven figures. And I lost a lot of money. Jose remembers this. I lost a lot of money. I went down to like the worst situ- financial situation that I had been in in 15 years. And I had a conversation with her. It was like 9 p.m. Our son was asleep. I said, come to the living room. Uh, I need to talk to you about something. So we, she goes to the living room. I say, here's what happened. Here's what happened. Here, in the crypto crash, we lost over a million bucks. And blah, 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 blah. Just like Murphy's Law, right? Mm-hmm. Anything that could go wrong went wrong. And I said, so long story short, I'm going to need you to help financially, temporarily. Mm -hmm. She says to me, okay. Mind you, she had never worked since we had been together. This is 2017. No, 2018. Mm -hmm. She had never worked since we had been together. She goes door knocking, which is what she used to do. She made 8,000 bucks her first month door knocking Mm -hmm. straight up. Just worried that shit up. Went door knocking. Then I remember saying, hey, listen, while I get my solar business up and running, I'm going to go with you. So you teach me. So I shadowed her for a day and a half. Now we would go, she'd get one side of the street, I'd get the other side of the street, and we'd go closing deals, closing deals, closing deals. Boom, boom, boom. This is 2018. Wow. 2018, bro. So high-value woman, ride or die. Ride or die. Ride or die. Number one. Number one. I totally agree with that. Right. Takes care of the kids. Number one. Cooks amazing. (laughs) Takes care of me. When we were in a financial struggle, she didn't say, I'm going to kick you to the curb. 
I, she says, okay, let's do it. For, she used to go with her, with, with her boss in her office, the whole van program, to like, uh, what is it called over there? Uh, Palmdale and Palm, wow. Palm Desert. All day. And not only that, over there it gets cold, right? Mm -hmm. She'd get home like around 10. Hey, I, but I got three deals. Straight up. Mm -hmm. That to me is a high, you know. Now, so so to, that's my version, right? There's a lot of different versions, though, right? Women that get their act together. I think to me a but woman... But yours, ride or die, number one. Ride or die, number one. Okay. And, and it's also, a, a, you know, the fact that she takes care of the children. The she puts the, the children before she puts herself, right? To me, she's very selfless in that sense. And I really appreciate that. But, you know, of course, there's also the version of the woman that High takes care of woman. business. High-value woman, number two, selfless. Selfless, yes. Okay. Yeah, so nurturing mother, right? Virtuous <laughs> mother, yes. No, uh, yeah, the writer die also, yes. Going through uh, 11, it's going on 11 years. 11 years ago, we, we lost everything. Everything. I mean, we had never ever gone through this type of financial crisis. Lost everything. Never ever did my wife ever falter or, or skip a beat, ever. It was like, well, it is what it is. Let's, let's keep moving. So ride or die is one. Two, in my particular situation, was um, when, when, I was, when I was 19, I remember I was in uh, anatomy class and we were, we were uh, dissecting a cadaver. His name was Thomas, big guy. And there were these two <laughs> twins, Evelyn and Emery. And they said, what do you want? Like in your wife, I was 19 years old. I, I met my wife when I was 24 and we got married when I was 27. And I said, I would love a virtuous woman. Mm. And my wife loves God more than she loves me. Yes. And as long as she loves God more than she loves me, I know she'll always do the right thing. Even, even if it means, it, 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 even if it challenges me, because I would rather her do the right thing, even if it challenges me, because the right thing is the right thing to do all the time regardless regardless and that's how she lives this woman is a woman of integrity like you know everyone says things that they shouldn't say men lie women lie i've been with my wife for 28 years and i've never ever caught her in a, in a lie wow ever so for me is ride or die and for in our family in our culture in our relationship I, I value the fact that she loves God more than she loves me. Yes, Virtue. I love that. Virtue. Yeah. Virtuous. That's awesome. And, and I, I'll, I'll add to that to what he said too is this. Yes, the number one thing is a relationship with the creator. Yeah. Right? Loving God and putting God first. That's why our son is in Bible study. I mean, in a, a, a Christian school. That's why we, we attend Bible study once a week. And so it's not to say that we don't have problems. We certainly do. But nothing like what it would be. It, before we got close to God, our relationship wasn't nearly, you remember, bro, wasn't yeah. nearly what it is now. I would say both of you guys, just by listening to you guys, it would be emotional strength as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, that'll rattle yeah. somebody. Yeah. You know, Manny, um, my, my mentor, when um, when I met him, my wife and I had just started dating. So he was with us. He's actually my oldest son, uh, Godfather. And, and when, you know, I said, okay, this is the woman I want to, I want to date. He did, said, he did something to both of us, with both of us. It was very, very unique. And I share this all the time. We did a, a value inventory, right? So he put me in one room, my wife in another room, and he said, okay, give me the, your five highest values. Give me your five core values. What do you bring to and I said, I said, okay, God, mm -hmm. um, 
family, my my work, you know, adventure. And then I went on. And he said, okay, and he did the same thing for Avelia. And she says, God, my family, our ambition. And so mm. he says, this it's important that at least four of those five match because when you go through challenging times, and you will, yep. mm-hmm. you will all go back to your core values. Wow. So one another aspect that I value tremendously is my wife's a hustler. My wife is a hustler. Like, you know, Tupac, you know, she can make a dollar out of 15 cents <laughs> in a heartbeat. And I love that because I'm a hustler, mm-hmm. right? And I see men and women, but I see couples where one's a massive hustler and the other one isn't. And I see the strain yes, because it's, it's a different philosophy. Yeah. See, yeah. my wife is a hustler in a positive way, hustler. Yes. So when we're hustling, when we're doing business, when we're traveling, I mean, five, six years ago, I was gone 46 weekends out of the year. Damn. There was never, oh, how about that? No, it's part of the hustle. We we know this is yep. this is what this is what we have to do because this is what we're creating. Mm-hmm. So that's very valid. Very uh, some someone that is aligned with your higher purpose. I'm learning. I'm learning. <laughs> Wait, do you have sisters? <laughs> no, right. <laughs> the sister's too young for you, bro. And hearts are too away, too old. No, but, but check this out. <laughs> maybe, maybe, right. uh, that's uh, it. Maybe I went to the next Why go looking? It's right here, right? Exactly, mate. Right? You got to work through your network, bro. Success leaves clues, bro. Success leaves clues. You're running around the block to get next door, bro. Exactly, bro. Uh, exactly, man. No, uh, that's funny. Uh, thank you guys for sharing that yeah. to us. Yeah. I'm, I'm learning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, listen, I think we're all learning, man, in different Absolutely. areas. Absolutely. So I do want us to watch two short clips. Uh, uh, and I want us to give our take on these two clips. And, and you know, we're, we're almost done wrapping up. Cobra, might I interject that if women were truly happy doing that for so long, maybe this whole women's lib thing, how did that come about? That's a psyop from the New World Order. They're deliberately trying to turn women against men. They have to divide the peasants. It's the only way they, the elites can retain control. They turn the blacks against the whites, the Democrats oh. against the Republicans, the women against the men. It's all a psyop, and they do it purposefully. Listen, a revolution is nothing more than men standing in one place and saying this shit has to change. The reason there's no revolution, despite the absolute tyranny we experience here in the Western world, is because most men aren't allowed out, out the house because their wife will get mad at them. You have to be home at 10 o'clock. Bro, if you had to fight 100 fucking cats, Right? You'd probably get through it, but it'd be a bit messy. The first thing you want to do is turn... A hundred? Th- Fuck. Yeah, well... A hundred what? I take a hundred cats easy. Yeah. Snap the necks like fucking Rambo. <laughs> Point is, you'd want to turn all the, the white cats against the fucking yellow cats. First. Start civil war first. Let's get them uneasy. We don't work working together on me now. Let's, let's, let's make anything. Well, you're Democrats, you're Republican. You're black, you're white, you're brown. You're gay, you're straight. You're a man, you're a woman. You're this, you're that. You're this, you're that. And everyone's going to sit there and fucking argue all day. And they're going to sit at the top laughing. There's more of us than there is of them. But they don't think that. They're, they're very, very smart. It's, divi- it's divisive on How purpose. How do they get that smart? It's because it's, it's age old, bro. This shit's been around for so a very long time. So it's just families that have learned along it's the way. It's not just families. It's, it's just age old. If you look at how... But that's like really smart shit. Look at how England, yeah, look at how England conquered India. England conquered India with less than 100,000 troops. There was millions of Indians. And the supply line is nine months long. How do you do it? You turn up, you turn one team against another team, one family against another family, one tribe against another tribe, arm one side, they start winning. Oh shit, we need to take some power back, arm the other side. Do, 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 do. It's basic foreign policy. 
And it's internal policy. It's basic. It's how it's always been. And then before you know it, who runs India? The British. That's <laughs> how you do it, right? It's how America does most of foreign policy today. So what, what I want us to address is the division that he mentions, right? How I see a lot more division. You know, this is the United States of America. That, that name doesn't apply right now, in my opinion, right? I love your guys' opinion. What do you guys think of the, do you guys see a division happening? The left yeah. versus the right? Men, you know, versus women, black and white, et cetera, et cetera. I think more women are trying to be more, more like men and more men are trying to be like women. Yeah, I, I It's agree just crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and it used to be where it's a man and the support with the woman doesn't mean your woman is less. It's just right. that you guys are supporting each other in a common goal. Yep. And now we're seeing that a lot of the relationships get divided too because a woman's trying to take that man role and not wanting to support that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong with them wanting to get ahead, it's fully okay, but that's, I mean, is that what we're talking about? The division yeah, in, in Yeah, that division aspect? in general, right? Yeah. So that kind of division, also like the left versus the right and blah, 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 yeah. right? Right now we're more divided than ever before. One of the times yeah. that we were the most united was after 9-11. Yeah. 9-11, everybody was united, right? Mm -hmm. And, but right now people are divided. So what do you guys make of this division that's happening and what can we do about it? I mean, I'm, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, um, that's just not my nature. But if it quacks like a duck, it's a duck. Right. Um, so, I mean, Tate, what, what he's talking about, it, it may make sense. It may not make sense. And keep in mind, this guy's an international guy. Yeah. So he does travel to different countries. Whereas here, us here in America, we're in a box. Mm -hmm. And even here, you see the left battling with the right. I mean, how is it even freaking possible you have 335 million people here in the United States and we legitimately have two options for president? Mm -hmm. Already, the system's twisted. Mm -hmm. Already. Mm -hmm. uh, you got liberals on the left that believe in pretty much socialism where, yeah. hey, let's give, let's hand out everybody candies. <laughs> that obviously has just not historically worked. Right. Look at taxes. I mean, I, I run a financial firm, so I talk about this all day long. Uh, historically speaking, when you raise taxes, that has never brought in more taxes for the government. I don't know mm. if you guys know that or not. Right. When you lower taxes, that has always historically brought in more tax revenue, mm. shockingly to say. So when a, when a conservative or, or a, a Republican gets out there and they, they share their views of capitalism and uh, create more businesses to create more jobs. Me personally, I think that's pretty commonsensical. I mean, I'm about as sharp as a round table, but <laughs> I got a lot of common sense and You're I just don't sharp. understand. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, everybody has different views. Now, what we just got done talking about, which is being a victim, um, mm -hmm. I would say, unfortunately, my family always grew up Democrat, liberal. Mm -hmm. And if I were to ever ask my mom why, She'd say, we're poor. That's why we're liberal. Mm. That's why we're Democrat. Democrats give to the poor. It's kind of like Robin Hood, right? right. And uh, in my thinking, I was like, shit, man. Uh, now thinking back, my boy PBD says, well, I want to be a Republican real quick then. Yes. They want to keep our people but, in poverty. Yeah, but, but for me that. now, I think that's dumb like i grew up on food stamps my mom had food stamps. we walk in the in the market and hey it was a regular thing but going back to politics left versus right if you don't have the proper that's why that's why dynasties have have always failed they fight amongst themselves mm. and this is a dangerous slope right now you know you got a russian 
Russian leader that doesn't have to get reelected every four years. You got a China leader doesn't have to get reelected every year. They're in it for the long game. And that makes me concerned. My son's in the Navy. He's in Japan right now on the Ronald Reagan. And I Mm -hmm. think to myself, shit, man, China goes to war. My son's first to act. I don't know. Wait until March until my son's out. So, you know, it gets me concerned about this stuff. So I get... I get kind of, I look into different things. I go down the little rabbit hole. I don't want to Netflix and chill. I want to actually look into proper publication. Yes. So um, conspiracy theory, I don't think so. But battle battles amongst each other, absolutely yes. And it's spread more now, more than ever. Because again, social media has been around for over a decade. And it's here to stay. So people need to be very cautious of what they put their minds onto. I also think a lot of what's happening too, to me, something that was very telling recently I heard is uh, the World Economic Forum. There's a lot of predictions. I don't know if you guys know some of the predictions that they're making. One of them is that by 2030, America's not going to be the world superpower. Hmm. The other one is they say by 2030, you'll own nothing and be happy. This is a World Economic Forum. Yep. It's very public. He says you'll own nothing. Nothing. Yep. And They want to divest everybody of their ownership. Hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. This is now notice that nowadays there's world everything, World Health Organization, World uh, uh, Economic Forum, the United Nations. Interestingly enough, for those of you guys into biblical uh, uh, prophecies, if you notice the gift that was given from Mexico to the United Nations, look at that big old statue that was given. It has feet of a bear, mouth of a lion, you know. Exactly the way that the Bible talks about. It's mm. I'll send you guys all a clip. It's yeah, so, if it. nothing else, it's extremely interesting and very big coincidence, right? So, but I do see that there's this divide. I there's believe, not- I believe that and the United States not being the superpower. Yeah, uh, China has already been buying up the United States under us. I don't know yes. if you guys know, but there's a lot of uh, foreign money that's been came here and they're buying our land. Yes, the mm. Chinese are buying our land and yep. they're allowing them to do so. Yeah, uh, we. Just for example, there was a lot of new construction that was being built a lot. Of course, they have to buy real estate here to get their visas done a little uh, faster. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the new construction that was purchased was purchased by Chinese. And their houses are there empty and they're just buying them just so they could get their visa come wow. over. But they own a lot of land. They've been buying up a lot of land for many years, the last five to ten years. So I do believe that the United States is not going to be the superpower in a few years from now. Yeah, I don't know. I disagree. You think uh, so? I don't know what you think, Doc. I, I disagree with the 2030 factor. China's in a bubble, a huge real estate bubble right now. They're, uh, they just got caught in their own Ponzi scheme with their hand in the cookie jar. So mm. I don't believe in that. You don't think that China is um, going to be more powerful? No, I don't. I think India, who is our ally, would probably take over uh, and it would be past 2030. But the, um, the bigger factor uh, is what we do with our money i mean we're still the superpower so right now uh but, but bonds are big because yeah but we're printing money at a freaking crazy rate money doesn't matter shit right now doesn't matter everyone else is still on the dollar and everyone else is still yeah. feeding money into our 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 uh, government so we're actually in a good position it's it's again it's social media it's you guys are listening to the same social what, what media what would you say else's. to the debt that we have with china and all these other countries doesn't matter doesn't matter. Still, even inflation. that we're going to be the superpower. Even even with inflation, our our uh, our U.S. debt is at thirty one trillion. With inflation, 
that lowers, it diminishes the responsibility of the 31 trillion, the value of the 31 trillion. So um, he's a financial guy. This way we brought him. <laughs> so so by <laughs> I will give you a fact to chew on though. By the year 2030, most of our wealth here in the United States, 70 percent of it, by the way, will be held by women, by females. What? That's a fact. Really? Yeah. By I 2030. Believe that. I believe that. Yeah. Wow. It, no, it's a fact. If you Google it, you'll. you'll Is that come because up with all the divorce rates are? No. It's because of it's because of longevity. It's because of longevity of life. Women live longer than yeah, men. True. Yeah. So they're outliving their true. spouses, and they will they will in, inevitably inherit. That makes yeah. sense. Uh, and our inheritance is over 70 trillion of yeah. wealth wow. is being passed down from one generation to the next. So 70 percent of that by 2030 will be held by females, women. So if you think that this this woman's lib thing is over, let me tell you something. It's just started. So uh, Tate's on to something. And uh, for, for men to continue to be high-value high men, you need to continue to grow uh, yeah. in, in, the, in the noggin, in yeah. the head. So, you, you know, with, with much uh, power comes, comes great uh, responsibility. responsibility. So we got we to gotta be not... Not pushing our women down. I don't believe in no, that. Absolutely. Uh, but I do believe that we, we need to be more team oriented. Travel by yourself. You'll go fast. Travel with the team. Go you fast. Go you go far. And so we all know that. Be smart because there's a majority of women in your office. Too, I right? do, yes. <laughs> you know, the, the, the question that she posed about the feminist movement, right? Um, I, I think it's all like what the intention is, right? Like Here us yes our intention is to provide some education provide perspective right maybe some opinions mm -hmm. um but not to negate or downplay anybody it's mm -hmm. just to provide yes a different perspective on some topics that people are talking about that's it yes so um i'm part of what's called the promise keepers right promise keepers was started by the colorado uh coach university of colorado's uh the he, he started this movement because football team, because this was like 30, 35 years ago, because he noticed that every time a, a kid would score a touchdown and they put the camera on him, what would he say? Hi, mom. Yes. Hey, grandma. So he started talking to his kids and he's like to his team. He's like, well, where's your dad? Oh, and here comes the story. Oh, I was raised by my mom. I was mm. raised by my grandma. Yep. So he said, well, <clears throat> you know, God is a promise maker. Men are the promise keepers. Women are the promise reapers and kids are the promise seekers. Mm. So he said, we're going to create something, a movement that now it's world. It's, it's, these seminars go throughout the world. The one I went to, I've been to like two or three. There were 80,000 men at the L.A. Coliseum. Wow, that's awesome. And I took my brother. My brother was a cop. He had just graduated from the academy. So he was very like. You're either bad or you're good. Yeah. That's it, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that dangerous spot. And I love them. And um, and so I'm a problem. But, but the whole message, it's a two-day message. The whole message is how to be a better leader in the home. Mm. How to be a better husband to your wife. Wow. How to be a better father to... It's not how to be... Um, like how to be this strong yeah, man. Good. Despite... No, no, no. It's contributing... Right. So I think that we have to, you know, acknowledge some of these movements were because some of these movements are not the intention is not correct. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's what creates the divide and conquer situation. Right. right? right Where right. the intention is wrong. Yes. If women are gathering together. 
because they want to build themselves as women so they can be entrepreneurs, so they can be mm -hmm. great wives. Phenomenal. My, yeah. my wife, I'm sorry if I talk so much about my wife. No, no, no. My wife goes out with her girlfriends uh, once a month and she goes out and they go to uh, to dinners and they'll have their drinks and they talk. They've been friends since they were five years old. Wow. Four years. That's cool. I love that. I oh, love yes. the community. I'm never sitting at home thinking, oh, what are they talking about? Right. Talking, That's the furthest. It's, right. it's, it's not even a part of my thought process. Right. right. I love that because I know their intention. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's all based That's on awesome. intention. Yeah. My wife does that with her friends as well. You know, probably once a month, once every yeah. 45 days. And I encourage you. call us, bro. Who's yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. I do. He doesn't I'm do it once a month. Next time. I go. Get, 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 get a little. Well, I'll tell you guys what. Get a little poker the, game the, at home. The, the, hey, why don't, we, why don't we schedule a little poker game? <laughs> there there you go. There you go. Check. We're going to talk about this after the podcast. Hey, listen. His house is beautiful. I'll take that off for any day. We'll take Jay too, man. There you go. So, hey, shout out to our boy here. That's uh, Jay, a big cartel, man. He's a man. Uh, By the way, you guys are good. Jay is also coming out on podcasts with me. We do episodes, him and I, and awesome. stuff like that. So, so it's awesome. just very thank cool you. to do that. Thank you. Thank you. I like, uh, I like the way you put it, though. It's true with the intention of that movement. I think that goes a long way. Yeah. You know, and the intention is not to diminish any right. no. other roles to right. empower that exactly. role. Exactly. Exactly. Which I agree with. I agree with. I too. agree with. Them. All right, so gentlemen, I love any parting thoughts. Whether it's on some of the subjects that we talked about here, we also have a lot of entrepreneurs that watch the podcast. So whether you want to address uh, giving somebody advice on business, right? I know that we did this individually when we all shut the podcast, but all of you guys have a lot of wisdom, uh, a lot of knowledge that you could uh, give somebody. So, what are some parting thoughts, Manny? Um, I'll take my take glasses off. There you now. go. But, um, <laughs> there you go. I think, uh, I think discussion is, is really powerful. And I think that whatever Tate believes, whatever you believe, whatever all of us believe, mm -hmm. it's just that. It's our opinions. So I always say to my guys, my reps, um, don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Meaning if you're on a good path, 80% of what you're doing right now is in the proper direction. You have goals and dreams and you're on your journey to accomplishing these goals and dreams. That's complete. That's terrific. But along that path to getting to the destination are certain course corrections, left, right, straight, etc. The most prominent sales in the gym industry is in January. I mm -hmm. wonder why. Because everybody's trying to get back in shape. They're doing their New Year's resolutions, things of that nature. <clears throat> uh, same thing goes with business. So just know that you don't have to wait until January 1st to press the reset button. That's right. If it's November 2nd, you can press the reset button of your life at any point in time in your life. So, again, you see these great entrepreneurs talking about their opinions of things. It's just that don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Mm -hmm. And there is a goal in the near future that you can accomplish. Anybody can accomplish. So um, that's really my message to you guys is really uh, live free. Uh, do the right thing, obviously. Love each other. Be great business people. Um, and listen to a lot of the stuff that we got. But take the good, leave the bad, yep. if you will. I think, I think that's sound advice. Yes. Thank you, Manny. For sure. Jose? For me, what came to mind is think for yourself, start learning to think for yourself and don't let others think for you. But don't feel that because they think that way that you need to think like they do. Uh, be individual in that respect. 
I also believe that hurt people hurt people. And I think that us people need to start learning how to heal ourselves and investing ourselves. So the number one advice I can give that I've given many of my agents is invest in self-development, whether it be the mm. books, the audios, yep. life courses, whatever is going to help you become a better version of yourself, right? Because I believe that that's the only way we're really going to be able to change um, the world uh, and stop hurting one another because of the hurt that was done to us. So heal yourself, invest in yourself, think for yourself, and get heavy in personal development. You talked about business. Actually, right now, you should be doing business planning. So whoever owns a business, you start planning for 2023 today. Yeah. Not in January 1st or January 2nd or January 15th. Mm -hmm. You're already too late. Uh, so invest in yourself heavily. Think for yourself. Don't get easily influenced. And don't be part of the council culture just because they don't believe what you believe in. Yep. I had to make a note. Hurt people hurt people. That's right. That's what I took Very a note true. of. Very <laughs> true. Thank you. I'm always a student of my boys. <laughs> Dr. Lewis? JC, thank you. You know, I'm, I know you've been around for a long time and you have a vast network of people that you can have on the show. So I appreciate and I thank honor you, you for allowing me to be on the show. Right. I'm meeting Manny, I'm meeting Juan. Jose. 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 But um, I'm ready to take I appreciate you guys because uh, just listening to your perspective and listening to your, you know, your your life wisdom is is powerful and it's it's empowering to me. Um, the greatest takeaway for me is my mentor said this a long time ago. He said, "Beliefs dictate behavior." Hmm. Right. So uh, you don't need to tell me what you believe in. I just I can just look at how you behave and I can tell you what you believe yes. in. And sometimes these shows, whether they're watching it or listening it listening to it, it, it could it could influence someone totally to begin yeah. to think and believe something a little bit different. Yes. Just like that man influenced me 30 years ago and it changed my course forever. Yes. You know, it changed my my life forever. So, you know, if you continue listening to these things and and just open yourself up a little bit and it's hard to tell someone to open themselves up. Yeah. They have to decide that, right? But if they listen to it over and over and over, and then certain beliefs begin to be challenged and to be ch changed, then our behavior changes. And mm -hmm. next thing you know, there could be a struggling 25-year-old right now that's tried so many things and has failed, but he's going to listen to this podcast over and over, yes. and he's going to catch something maybe right. from you or from Manny or from Jose and say, you know what, I I'm a, I'm a, that's going to be my mantra for the next year. And five years from now, he'll be on this show yes. telling you, giving your testimony <laughs> right. because, you know, Manny changed his life. So mm -hmm. just stick with it. There's always tomorrow. Nothing, you know, God never, ever wastes a hurt. Hmm. Whatever you're going through has a reason. There's a lesson behind it. Yes. And if we decide to learn the lesson and graduate, we can become better people. Yeah. So I appreciate you, and I appreciate you both very, very much. I appreciate you. Wow, well, that's awesome, man. Thank hey, you. thank you, JC. Uh, I've said Always it, I think it, I said but... it in the last podcast, but he was the reason why uh, at 18 years old, my mindset changed because he introduced me to network marketing. I remember that conversation. I wanted <laughs> to quit the first day because I was listening to, <laughs> to my broke ass yeah. teacher. Remember? <laughs> yep, I remember. We had our, he goes, meet me at Starbucks on Tweety and Otis in yeah. Southgate. Back in and the day. <laughs> back in the days. And uh, he told me, bro, stop listening to your broke ass teacher. Does he have the life that you want? <laughs> right. He goes, does he have the life that you want? Why are you listening to him? 
come to the meetings, come out. And because he encouraged me to do, I started picking up yeah. the books, mm-hmm. the audio. So I commend you, brother. You, Appreciate brother. you. Awesome. I know we had a long history, a long friendship. Yes. And I'm happy and uh, that you where you're at right now. Thank so. you, my brother. Appreciate well, you know, part of the reason why I am where I'm at is because I align myself and I surround myself with people like you gentlemen. I, I you know... I would not have contacted you to come on the podcast if I didn't have that level of respect for you. And I appreciate you guys very much. The podcast wouldn't be possible if we don't have guests like you guys, right? That's the bottom line. I can only say so much myself, (laughs) right? So even though I have a lot to say, there's only so much I can say, right? But my parting thoughts, it's something that I actually shared at your office with people is I think it takes half a decade to make life fair is something that I say. There's a lot of people that everybody starts in different places, and so, but the decisions, I tell people, listen, if you, every day is faced with good decisions and bad decisions. And if you have more good decisions throughout the year, more consistent good decisions throughout the year than bad decisions, you're going to have a better year. The more good decisions you have. And I think five years to make life fair means half a decade, right? In five years, somebody says, I'm going to be a student in the game. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. And they make their goals. They surround themselves. They listen to the right information. They apply the information. They develop the discipline. Five years from now, somebody that used to think that life was unfair can now say, you know what? I made life fair. I remember yeah. I was in that situation. Mm-hmm. No, no papers, no license, no money, no girlfriend, no nothing. <laughs> and in five years, I made that decision. And I'm like, whoa. No game. Yeah. No, no game. I think I had a little bit of game. Bit. But you sick. know what's funny about game, man? When you start to develop the confidence and, and exactly. create success in some areas, your game automatically elevates because yeah, you so realize... Yeah. I'm confident in myself. I know that I'm, you know, I deserving of this person or whatever the case may be, yeah. right? So anyways, I think it takes five years to make life fair. There may be some exceptions, but in a nutshell, in five years, somebody can drastically change their life. And Absolutely. they're going to need some binoculars to look back at where they used to be if they develop that discipline, surround themselves with the right people, listen to the right information. So again, gentlemen, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. And by the way, before we, we sign off, guys, how can somebody reach you, you guys? So let's start with Manny. Uh, I own the Financial Architects, a financial planning firm. So our YouTube channel is The Financial Architects, as well as my Instagram handle is Money Business Manny. We'd love a conversation with you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Jose? And I'm the owner, CEO of Nueva Real Estate. And we just got brokered by EXP, which is a global company. So we just went global. Um, my handle is Broker Taps at Broker Taps, and my company is at Nueva Real Estate. So, awesome. hope to awesome. see you guys following me there. Dr. Lewis. Social media, you can find me on Dr. Lewis Ariaza, A R R I Z A. You can go to my website, Dr. Lewis and Evelia Ariaza. It's a personal development website, it's a compilation of 30 years of a philosophy, science, and art of changing and enhancing your life. We've impacted, in the last 10 years, we've impacted over 700,000 people throughout four different countries. And uh, life is a blast. And just remember, God has a major plan for your life. I love it, man. Wow. Powerful panel. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the Driven Not Given podcast. We're going to have all of their handles and websites on the description. I'll see you guys at the top or from the top. Take care.